0: Welcome to the crazy jay podcast show ladies and gentlemen boys and girls this is your main man aka crazy Crockett, aka Andre's podcast brought to you by somewhere in Grand Rapids, Michigan This is your main man. aka Yes, it's me back again talking about sports With my buddy parlay Sean.
1: Oh my god. Sorry. It's been a little while. It's been a week but so excited to be back so <clears throat> Sean has been out and about
0: doing his own thing. Uh, he's been over almost just still
1: almost a year. 359 days to be exact. My sobriety day is technically Christmas Day. Uh, it'll be officially a year of being sober from alcohol. So it's been a good ride. It's been a long ride. Um Very blessed um i know that my life is coming together a little bit more i mean do i still wish i would have a better job and a dream job that hopefully that's coming together but trying to build relationships and stuff like that but i had sobriety court today actually and actually had some really good news there um they moved me up a color again so now i'm on silver i'm so i've really only been in sobriety court for you know July, August, September, October, November, December, five and a half months. And they moved me up another 10, 15 days early. So I could be out in 10 or or 11 months, but I'm not trying to cut the program short because they've been a very good blessing. And they really do care. It was crazy because, not my story, but there was someone that was getting ready to go to Denver, Colorado this year, and it was after a year. But they said, when you're in the airport, the judge pulled out, and gave her a Starbucks gift card. Like oh, wow. it's so cool what this judge does oh, wow. and what he tries to do for everybody else. And and they really don't want anybody to go to jail because someone just had twins and he wasn't following the right path. And he said no one would be able. It, w- it would be worse if we sent you to jail. But you know, it's not everybody else's story. It's obviously my story. I mean, I'm going on a year. My relationship with my mother has grown. Um Everybody that stood by me. I think my relationships become better with them also. The real friends have stood by me. Um, I would say if I would have been drinking, I probably would have been dead today in a little bit of frustration. I got cut off on the just before the East Belt line. And I probably would have raced up and flipped the guy off. But, you know, it's the holiday and everybody's got something going on. Um, so even if it's not an addiction, even if you have anxiety, stress, depression... Maybe you're not getting the whole 40 hours of work or maybe you went from 50 to 60 hours. I know it's the holiday, but do remember you do have a lot of people that love you. If it's not your friends, your family, um, don't go out and do something stupid. Um, if you're going to drink and you can ha- handle it or even mediocre it, don't go behind the fucking wheel. Um, yeah, You could hurt yourself or kill yourself or you could be in a situation like me, you know, coming up with a lot of money and it adds up. But, you know the last year has been a lot better and you know, actually I'm sitting next to my buddy Andre and he's actually been really pretty fucking good too. I mean, he's toned stoned it a lot down because he has blood pressure. He has to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a healthy thing too. And yeah, you I'm should, trying to work out three times a week at least. I know that's not the greatest thing. I mean, you try to maybe do more than 50%, but um, point yeah. being is. Well, point being
0: is that you're, you're taking the right steps. I mean, it's just, in the in the long run, in the short run, with the long run, you just had to because if you kept going to the same path... You, I would have died. Yeah, you would have died or you would have been, you know... In prison. In prison or somewhere, or maybe just basically homeless because you've been yeah. on the street and no one go to... Um, I probably would have quit two more jobs. Yeah, because of the I situation. wouldn't have been able to
1: bit my tong- bite my tongue. You know, there's no reason to quit a job. More. I mean, you don't quit a job before you don't have another job.
0: Yeah. You know, it's yeah, kind no of dumb.
1: Is. I mean, I'm not saying, even if you don't have an addiction, just it's it's a tip. Why the f- flipping shit would you quit a job that's paying some bills when you haven't done an interview or not done another, that you have a guaranteed job? Like I was quitting and not giving two week notices and then sitting there trying to apply for jobs when I didn't have a job. Like even if you're not, An alcoholic, or you don't have an addiction. That doesn't make any sense. Well, be
0: well. It's not realistic. Be responsible. Be
1: responsible for your actions. So the main thing is, though, it is the holiday season. My point is, even if you don't have an addiction, and you're depressed or an anxiety, or just sad because you don't, for some reason, you had a divorce a year and a half ago, or you're trying to live paycheck to paycheck. Now remember this. There are always certain things or certain people that can help you out. There's always a pl- a place that would help a single mother, or you know, even a single father. Or you can always apply for something. And there's plenty of jobs. This isn't just about my addictions. And It's mainly because we are we are on the holiday. It's the yeah. shitty. I mean, it's the happiest time of the year. But this is also a lot of dumb shit, like yeah. shootings and killings and. Mm-hmm. You know, you're so depressed, you want to kill yourself. It's not a way out. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the holidays does bring out the depression and people trying to commit uh, or unalive themselves. Now they call it. That's how they associate with suicides, unalive. So people themselves is it a tough time? I mean, people, your parents have died. Your, you know, your best friends have died, or. Or anyone in your family has passed away,
1: it's or maybe you just lost a military person. Yeah, and it's a tough time because you not have. This is the very first holiday that you don't get to see your brother, sister, family, friend. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, moving on,
0: let's talk about the Denver, no, Memphis Grizzlies, and someone's back. Who? Someone's back, and someone's this time. He does not have the the gun his the guns in the air is waving like he doesn't care. And who is he? Sean? If,
1: if anybody doesn't know this name, his name is Jay Moran. Um, everybody we... deserves second chances. And I like the way that we're doing this because yeah. it's a very good sequencing in buddy. That was perfect. Not yeah. to talk about anything but basketball because you started, I'm giving you kudos because you started out with my sobriety yeah. and my, I deserve a second chance stuff. Yeah. well, Jay Morant is a phenomenal ball player. Yeah. He is, even if you hate the NBA, and even if you've lost it and you were, you know, a Bulls, a Lakers, a Pistons fan when it was under 100 points a game.
0: Yeah. yeah, the good, Yeah, the good old yeah. days is done.
1: What Jay Morant brings to the league is incredible. Yeah. Because... I don't think there is one night that that kid, when he plays, he's not in the top 10 sports center. like It could be the 10th play, or it could be number one play. I I mean, I know there's no guarantees, but I'm dead serious. If Morant is on the court, there's a 95% chance. So tonight, obviously, is... Or, or tonight, tomorrow will he'll be on Sports Center, or the next day he'll be on Sports Center. Yeah. It doesn't mean it'll be the number one play, but he will be on Sports Center for a pass, a dunk, assist, anything. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, he, he's he's natural with the
0: basketball. He reminds me of the of the kid that plays for Atlanta Falcons. Uh, what's that guy's name? No, not Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young. Trey Young He reminds me a lot of him little smaller, not big, but he has a lot of energy, can make a lot of amazing shots. Speaking of Detroit... And the thing is, with
1: this this guy, though, Jay Morant, yeah. I mean, you can't use the thing that he was raised in the ghetto. I don't know why he did all of this. He went to a private school. They paid as much money as the McCaffreys did to go to this Catholic school, $10,000. So sometimes, I'm not trying to come up with excuses, but sometimes they... In society, we do use excuses that they grew up in the hood, like, like Harden, obviously, or even, even though Harden hasn't gotten in trouble, or the Venus Williams sisters haven't gotten in trouble because they're from Compton, but it's a bad area. It's not the middle of a private school, or what? Tupac, you know, he came from Compton.
0: Well, what I think, I think with a lot of the NBA players, even if they're not from certain parts of the ghettos of America they get in, introduced to other people that are and then they have to show their, their loyalty to, to their culture or to, to their environment but a lot of these guys get caught up in that and they just can't get away from it and sometimes it's just best to associate with only certain people in your social group and you don't need to be impressing everyone you know, you can be the M V P and the in the on sports centers and all this stuff. But in reality, even sports centers doesn't matter. All that really matters is that you take care of your business on the court. You go home, you take care of your family, and then you get up the next day and you do the same thing over again. No different than the get than than the guy that works nine to five or seven to three or or the night shift or whatever shift that they work on. You stay out of trouble. There's no reason th- to throw gang up signs with guns in the air. I mean, that era has been done with long after or, or soon after Tupac and and uh, and um, was
1: Notorious has died. When this originally happened the first time, I thought, okay, oh, crap, this is a mistake. Because I really do like this kid, Jay Morant. Anytime you have somebody coming from a no-name school like the 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 Murray State Racers, like nobody knows who they they were until Jay Morant showed up. Yeah, I mean, and now he's one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, yeah. I mean, so
0: as a, I mean, as a basketball fan and a sports fan, you have too much talent to waste on trying to make poor people they don't have money who have guns or whatever. And they don't give happy. two shits about you. Yeah, 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 they just want their, they want your money that you earned that they don't earn. And it's just, just get, on, just get along with it. Just keep
1: moving on and and you'll be fine. But the crazy thing is some people still do this. I mean, we can even well, go yeah. back, we can go back to Mayweather. He still hangs out with his hood boys from Wealthy and Division. I know I switched to boxing for a second, but you know, some people never get out of the hood, but some people do get out of the hood um in other news, Michigan State's in the news again, of course. Miles Bridges can't go over the border. Um yeah, he's been back. You know, he was on a band too because he beat the shit out of his fiance or his wife or whatever. And he gets to the border of Toronto and they won't let him in or Canada, they won't let him in and he's got a probation or whatever, and I don't know, I forgot if it was a misdemeanor or a felony, but he's on probation for three years. So every time they go to Toronto they can't Miles Bridges will not be playing basketball. Yeah, so, again, there's no reason to beat up
0: somebody because she said something or you said something that that wasn't meant to be or whatever. I I think it's just maturity level is the biggest problem. But we'll keep moving. How about this, folks? Detroit Pistons have won, lost 24 games in a row. And I watched that game, and I'm going to tell you this. The biggest problem with Detroit Pistons is one thing. Is that when they have the opportunity to score and they have an open up, open shot, they miss a lot of those shots. Again, that's the biggest issue with Detroit. It's not that they don't get open shots. It's the fact that they don't hit those shots. And I think Ivy is going to have to do a lot of more uh, uh, training in the court. Or he's going to have to take a lot of more practice shots during practice. He has to hit those shots. That becomes very normal, very precise. I would almost go to an obsession with for Ivy to make sure that he hits those spots. And there's other players too. I mean, the only player that comes off the bench that's pretty geared is Sasher. And Sasher seems to be hitting his shot. Anthony, I mean, uh, Thompson. Uh, I think his name is Anthony Thompson. He's... He's a rookie, right? He's a rookie, and he does a, a pretty great job. Uh, he's more of a defensive, offensive guy. He gets defensive rebounds and goes down the court. and gets his shots. But it seems the problem is that Detroit doesn't set up the plays right. They go one and done. They get Cade Cunningham uh, dribbling around the circle a little bit, pass the ball, pass the ball, and then goes back to Cade. And then either he misses half of the shots – and then they don't get the rebound, or he makes the shots. So Kate is always gonna give you a nineteen, twenty point night, unless he has a rough off night. So if you go with any of that of the betting, I took Detroit last night or a couple of nights ago, uh against who was that team against? I can't believe I can't believe it. You're talking about Miami? I'm on the Hawks? Yeah, Hawks. So I took the Atlanta Hawks and Detroit lost by you but said six and, a half and, six and a half the points, but it was twelve and a half, right? Yeah, but I bumped the that the whole thing up to nineteen and a half. 'Cause knowing Detroit, Detroit can do that. They can really destroy themselves. And then on top of that, I took um Kay Cunningham's affording nineteen overgoing nineteen points. So twenty bucks, maybe forty bucks. So that was a bet in itself for me that worked out. Moving on, we We're just going to go straight to the NFL. We got three teams who are fighting for the same position in the playoffs.
1: The number two seed in the NFC, um, surprisingly, two of the three lost this weekend. And the only team that won this weekend was the Detroit Lions. Um, They looked really good. The Lions looked amazing. Um, one team, one player in particular, I think Jared Goff, is really starting to love Laporta. He already did. But, I mean, obviously when you think of the Lions, their number one player is Brown still, right? Sim Brown, yeah.
0: But yeah. he's been dropping a lot of passes. But I think he's getting hit.
1: But Laporta is being compared to Grock yeah, already. Is,
0: yeah, this is crazy.
1: So the thing is, um, Lions look good. Laporta had three touchdowns, Gibbs had two, one rushing and one passing. Um I blew, tell you, blew him out. I tell you this. That game in itself against Denver,
0: and here's a fun fact for all those people out there, that's where Dan Campbell started. He started with uh he started with uh um um uh Sean Payton in at the Saints. As a special team, so coach. they have respect for each other, so they do. And it was kind of cool. Is the uh, the people became the people, uh, the student beat the teacher, so it was pretty cool. full circle around this is the the one thing about this game about Detroit is that this is probably the first game for Detroit Lions that, that they played a whole game from the start of the, of the game to the end of the game, that was, a, that was a complete game. What I mean by that was that there weren't bad penalties. There weren't like 15 yards, personal fouls. There wasn't a lot of uh, uh, false starts. There wasn't a lot of uh, uh, delayed games. Uh, everything fit in together perfectly. I think Aaron Glenn, the defense coordinator, Finally figured it out. Of, of calling the defensive play, they kept uh, uh, they kept uh, Russell, uh, uh, Russell Wilson Wilson in the pocket. So and because you just yeah they, sorry yeah. So the thing is the the Lions kept Russell Wilson in the pocket, and Russell Wilson isn't in his prime no more, But Detroit does have problems with Justin Fields and people like Jalen Hurts. This is a good test run for Detroit that this is the first game that they that they kept a running quarterback inside the pocket from gain, gaining yards. And this is going to be a good setup for them when they have to go into playoff mode, if they have to play against uh, Philadelphia Eagles
1: or San Francisco or Dallas. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you brought up Russell Wilson. Yeah. Okay. The Denver Broncos are 7-7. Seven and seven. They're yeah. still on the outside looking in. They're a game and a half back, but here's what made me sick. So, remember, you watched the game. You were here, and I was at my buddy Tony's or our buddy Tony's. So, there was that one individual possession. The Broncos had the ball at the one yard line, and the first play, it looked like the ball kind of almost crossed the ball the end zone, but it oh, didn't. Yeah. Sean Payton could have could have threw a flag. I think he made the right call on not throwing the flag on the first one. Now, that second one, the ball crossed the plane. Yeah, I thought so so too. I'm surprised. And and they still ended up getting killed. But here's the problem. This is what really pissed me off, and I lost a lot of respect for Sean Payne, was first of all, he should have thrown a flag. But then, after all of this said and done, when they went forward on fourth down, The fucker had the balls to go and be a douchebag to Russell Wilson. He was yelling at him on the sideline. Oh, I And saw Sean, that. And, and, and Russell's just like taking it in, taking it in, being respectful. But if Sean Payton does that one more time to him, Russell Wilson's going to say, fuck you. you like so? Like, first of all, Sean Payton should have thrown a red flag. Can we agree yeah, to that yeah. on that second one?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Then we're not in this thing that you're bitching at your quarterback. Because he
0: called the Ron audible play to go in the – To score the touchdown. Correct.
1: We wouldn't have been in that situation. This is all Sean Payton's fault, not Russell Wilson's fault. You should have thrown a red flag. A Detroit Lions fan across from the table is saying that the touchdown was scored on that third and goal. Yeah, I think it— So if Sean Payton throws that, we're not even having this conversation about them yelling at each other. Russell Wilson, if they don't make the playoffs this year, is going to tell Sean Payton to go fuck off, and he's going to go and be a backup quarterback somewhere else. You think so? I don't know. He's not going to stay in Denver. I don't know because—
0: Sean Payne finally got that team to put together, and they won six out of seven games, right?
1: Six out of eight now. Six but. out
0: of eight. but So they were uh, – One and five. One and five, and then they got them to all uh, those uh, six and
1: – They were seven and six, and now they're seven and seven. Yeah, so, so he's doing something, right? He is, but you can't call out your quarterback when you're the one that made the mistake. Well, I think You that's, know what I mean? He made think, the mistake.
0: I think that's the problem, that he feels guilty, and then he put the guilt on on Russell Wilson. And I think, yeah, you're right. That was a bad, two bad things that happened to not throw the red flag and then to go after Russell Wilson. He should, if you're Sean Payton, you probably should be apologizing to the team after the game for not throwing the red flag. I think a lot of other players on that team are doing the same thing. There's
1: also another play in that game. But here's the good thing for the Denver Broncos. Yes, they're one game back, but are you ready to hear their schedule? Patriots, the debacled Chargers, and the Raiders. Oh, jeez. I mean, the, the playoffs is there for the taking. Yeah. And top of
0: it, I don't think we mentioned this in the podcast because it didn't happen then. But Chargers finally
1: fired the coach. They did fire. They should have fired him a long time ago. When you get beat 16-24 to 24 against the Las Vegas Raiders with a rookie quarterback, O'Donnell.
0: How do you score 63 points on a team that's – Had a pretty good defense, and their offense is not that bad. But again, Justin Herbert wasn't playing. But still, it's amazing how do you get beat sixty-three to twenty-three or something? I don't even know what the score was. But
1: so we talked about the debacle. But but Lions. Okay, the Lions have two against the Vikings, Mm -hmm. and they have one against Dallas. So the Lions are. Laporta's looking like okay right now and are, now can you say that it's okay that he got rid of Hawkinson you are, you, are no Hawkinson yeah Hawkinson are you Actually, still pissed off about
0: that no no but I in the in the, in the short run I was pissed because like you're a guy you, you tight in and you, all you had to do is sign him for a couple bucks or for that contract or somewhat contract what I'm worried about is that they're going to keep doing this every three years and then they like the Porta should be a a franchise, uh, what well, we shouldn't call him franchise yet, yeah, but he might be a franchise uh, tight end. So, but let's talk about the Detroit's. other ten four teams. What's that? Are we talking about the other 10-4 teams? Or are you going to still be on the Lions? No, 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 no. We're talking about the Lions. The game against the game against the Vikings is going to be very important. Both games, all right. The, fir- the first game is a is a is an away game so but Detroits they're going to have to do the same thing with Jared Goff. Let him release the ball quickly. Uh, Jameson Williamson has to run long make 20 30 yard run uh, dashes to for a 30 40 yard pass. that's a for sure thing all right because you need to open up the field. Of the court, however you want to put it, you have to have you have to open up the field for for, for St. Brown to run in the middle or Laporta to run in the middle or make a running game better for um, for uh, for Gibbs and Montgomery. That's a for sure thing. They have to open up the field by throwing the deep pass to Jamison. As soon as Jamison as soon as Jamison starts to catch. As soon as Jameson catches long, deep passes, the game itself for Jared Goff and the rest of the Detroit Lions offense would become incredibly more easy. And this is going to be important because winning at home, and now you're on the road against the Vikings, a division uh, against a division team, you're going to have to win at least one of two games. This game is more well, important. Well, they already clinched the playoffs. Than, well, they have, but... They want to be more ready for it, and there's been word out there that uh people want detroit to to uh sit out their starters for little, the last game of the year, but I don't think that's going no to, that will not work for Detroit because this is the first time for Detroit to be there in the last thirty years, and you don't want these guys coming off of rust
1: so well it's dumb okay I'm a cowboys fan we've emphasized on that, but if you are going to be so much can flip by sitting your starters Mm -hmm. Detroit can go from a one two or three Mm -hmm. I mean they we already know Tampa Bay can't I mean literally Detroit would have to lose the rest of the games for Tampa Bay to jump up and be in this conversation but I would rather be if you're a two seed you're you're playing at home every game other than San Francisco you don't have to play San Francisco until the end yeah so don't so don't be stupid. I would not
0: sit him. So don't be stupid. Here's another fun fact. Do you know that uh, Gibbs and uh, and Montgomery both have about 700 yards each in rushing? So they wow. might, so they could if they both get enough uh, touches, they could be around like a 900,000 yard season. So that's like, gonna be incredible. Two running backs on the same team. That'd be two, insane.
1: Two team one thousand yards. Yeah,
0: two different type of running backs because because uh, Gibbs is much more dart fast right through the hole and powerhouse. Powerhouse. Like
1: a like a Mike Allstott.
0: Yeah. But Montgomery is more elaborately figured out where the hole is and patient. And gets his four or five yards even after he gets touched.
1: Yeah, like Montgomery. I don't know at this day and age if he's going to get more than a twenty-five yard run. While Gibbs could get a sixty-five yarder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not being mean. It's just Montgomery is older. Yeah, exactly. He's or older, he's, he's but older. he's he'll, yeah. he's going to get more yards to the thing. Okay, so the second team is ten and four is the, the Dallas Cowboys, and they lost. They got beat by the Buffalo Bills. Did not look good at all. They are trash on the road. Um, they're three and four now on the road. They'll probably lose to the Dolphins. You wanna say that maybe they won't because the Dolphins don't play No, they don't.
0: This is gonna be a good game for the Dallas Cowboys to make up the difference because Miami does not play good against good teams. That's their been their
1: uh, Achilles heel. But this still, is. but still, even if de- okay, you're right. Even if Dallas wins this game, they're four and four on the road. That's yeah. still trash. While well, then better. we play the Lions in two in two weeks, we'll be eight and zero at home. Like, yeah. I don't want a four and four record. I don't want a four and five record. It's trash. But it de- well, it we're screwed if we go on the road in the playoffs. Well, I we're think, screwed. I think you'd be screwed if you
0: have to play. I think you'd be screwed. If you, well, either way, if. If the 49ers is the only team to go through to get to the Super Bowl, because they're picking 49ers, I bet. I think everyone else is picking 49ers. If you take 49ers in either team, Detroit or or Dallas, that's going to be a lot on their plate. And for Detroit, it's going to be a little bit more on their plate, but they have a better
1: road game uh, record. This is what scares me the most about my Cowboys. I love my Cowboys, but think about this. Let's see. If they end up, so if they can't win the division, thank you, Eagles, for losing last night to Seattle, first of all, because now (laughs) we're number, now we're tied with Detroit at 10 and 4, and Philly's the other team that's 10 and 4 also. But we hold the tiebreaker over Philly Mm -hmm. because our overall division record is better. Mm -hmm. Um, Philly's got a fucking cupcake schedule for the rest of the season: two against the Giants and one against the Redskins. While wow, we got the gauntlet of Commanders, <laughs> yeah, sorry,
0: Redskins. Well, we're going Redskins. We
1: got the gauntlet schedule. We play Miami, we play Detroit, and then we play shitty Washington. But two of those three, we could easily lose. Like, I mean, I joke about this, and yes, we're undefeated. But Detroit, Detroit's a good team. That's why they're at the top. But this is what scares me the most. If Dallas does not win a the division, mm-hmm. they're going to be the five seed. Ooh. Which means what really scares me is because everything is so bundled up, right? Mm-hmm. If Minnesota makes the playoffs, mm-hmm. most of the time they do not want division rivals to play each other in the first round. No. So that means Minnesota would probably play Tampa Bay and we would have a rematch against Detroit and Detroit. I don't fucking want that no. because I don't want a rematch. But if Minnesota loses two of three to Detroit, I don't even have to worry about this because Minnesota won't be in and we're having a conversation that the Rams, Seattle, or the Saints are in.
0: Sean thinks that what's really going to happen... And the Rams are
1: going to get the sixth seed and, and they're, they're going to play going to Detroit,
0: Detroit and uh, Matt Stafford is going to win. Well, I I would say that... I don't think – I don't know. I don't think – I think that would be a little fairytale ending for Stafford and Golf and the De- Rams and Detroit being in the playoffs. Yeah, that sounds like a good storyline. It sounds like a WWE storyline. But to tell you the truth, I think Detroit would win that game only because we have more talent as of right now. Now, if they can get to Golf and make Golf's life a little – living hell yeah they might have a chance but to tell you the truth you know i mean you got Cooper cup and you got stafford but do
1: you really trust the running game for the rams i don't know i would even be scared i don't know if i want to be the two seed having to play either the the rams or seattle no. if it's the saints or the vikings who gives a shit but a matthew stafford Coming on the road against the Cowboys or the Art of Lions, that's scary. Yeah, yeah that's scary. Seattle with Geno, if they have Geno, that's a little with Lockett and Kenneth Walker's up, not as scary. The most dark horse I'm worried about is the Rams. Yeah, I'm worried about the Rams if I play. Them. If that's yeah. the case and the Rams are the seventh seed, I'd rather be the five seed okay. and bring motherfucking Baker Mayfield on on the road because we ain't losing in Tampa. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> That's funny. He wants Baker so bad. I want Baker. Uh-huh. But anyway, it is really crowded at the bottom though. You got Minnesota at seven seven, Rams seven seven, Seattle seven seven, and the Saints seven and seven. That's the six seed through the nine seed. You have the Falcons and the freaking Packers on the outside looking in at six and eight. So they're only one game back. But AFC I know Baltimore is declared the number
0: one team. Baltimore is looking hot because you know why? You know why? Because they finally told Lamar Jackson to not to run like you're a runaway slave, and they they've been having him in the pocket, looking for his receivers to get open, and instead of killing yourself running out of the pocket and getting tackled and getting slaughtered. By defensive line guys, or even, or
1: even linebackers, or whoever they're protecting him. You know how many rushing yards he had? Ninety-seven. Yeah. that's better than half of the running backs in the this this week.
0: I know, but if you if you watch certain plays in that game, or lately in the last two or three games, he's been running less. What he's been doing more often, better though, when you about running is he's gaining about twenty thirty yards each. That's that's never going to change. It's the ones that when he runs out of pocket and he gets tackled for only two, three yard gains and then he gets hurt. That's what they're protecting him from, which is something that this is the first year that I think they have legitimate receivers on that team. The guys that can get open after the coverage has been covered, and when they, wherever Lamar Jackson runs to the left or right, the receivers find a way to get run towards them to get open. That's just something that's very important for.
1: No, for the Ravens because so right now I'm my 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 bet and Tony's bet that we didn't make is looking real good. Yeah, you that know. we should have thrown two hundred and win thirty six hundred dollars. Yeah, because they're the best team in football.
0: Yeah, they are. Really are. They really are. I think. I think you know. I mean, but we didn't do it. I think Edwards is is a running back is a little iffy. I think the other guy that's the running back for for the Ravens. I mean. You basically like three running backs. You got they don't have an outstanding running back. You're no. right. So that in itself might stop
1: him because the way to stop Because today, Dobbs is hurt. Dobbs is hurt. Melvin and, Gordon all he does is he, he hasn't played much. He's in probably the practice squad. You got Justice Hill and you got Keenan Mitchell, which I think Mitchell got hurt, right? Yeah. So now you're at Justice Hill. So if you're if you're playing
0: against Baltimore this goes for every team from in the missed point in the in the playoffs. You play Lamar Jackson, you keep him in, in the pocket. If your safeties and cornerbacks can stay on their on the on the whiteouts and tight ends, you'll have it made. So you, they
1: started out the season at plus fourteen hundred. You know what they are now? What plus five hundred fifty? Yeah. So. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch! I should have threw two hundred dollars at that. That's all I gotta say.
0: But I hey. I'm, I'm going to be the critic. I say to that. You told us not to. Yeah, I did. Because I didn't believe that the receivers were going to come through. And they have. Beckham came through. Ba- is it is it Bateman still on that team? Mm-hmm. Bateman came through. But think about this. That's why I didn't think that they were going to make it. Because I didn't think the receivers were going to come through. And It'd be nice if...
1: And it still only takes one game to lose, like that $200. So, yeah. I mean, but it sucks that now if you would do it, $200 would only turn into 1200 when 200 would have turned into 3800 Yeah, it's true. So, so, would but, you, let's start you with, know, the hardest thing is, I mean, it's still hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, even if they are a three seed, right? Well, yeah, of course, the he, receiving sucks. Well, he's got Rice
0: and he's only got... Um, Kelsey uh, Kelsey Well Yeah I'm not gonna mention his uh, Dinling, But Swift
1: But uh, Here let's do this But let's, can anybody beat Baltimore right now? Can anybody beat Baltimore? Mm.
0: I think I think Buffalo Bills can If they get on the road If they get on uh, if they, they gotta they, make
1: the fucking playoffs first Yeah
0: If they can get on the streak They can do it Kansas City I think they could If if the ball is in Mahomes' hands, last second of the game, I don't think that, that could happen. But I don't think anybody can beat. Only maybe San Fran can beat them, but that's the NFC Super Bowl. You know, everyone's picking. Everyone's picking San Fran and Baltimore to be there. So Buffalo really does have
1: a gift. We can play they're the playing Chargers. the Chargers. Yeah, I then watch. they're playing the Patriots. Yep. And then here's the key question: mm-hmm. If Miami cannot get the number one seed and they have the lock of the two seed, mm-hmm. half of the team might not play. I know. So the Bills might get in by default. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, Miami. Miami has a a gateway to to be that team, the number two seed, no matter what. But they're a team that is very inconsistent and if they get in that consistent mode you're going to get sneaky team like buffalo bills and when they play against you guys i would take 20 30 and 50 bucks on buffalo bills to make the upset
1: because buffalo bills plays under pressure better than now that you did not make anybody that was dumb and didn't make the bet like we didn't but i know it only takes one one loss Mm-hmm. I have to agree with you, and I'm looking up these stats right now, buddy. What's that? The bills are plus fourteen hundred yeah to win the Super Bowl, so could you imagine picking
0: them fourteen hundred and you went like
1: you'd win twenty eight you'd win three grand
0: yeah see I, I, that to me I would make more sense to me
1: now, back in the day, Baltimore was the way to go,
0: yeah, 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 but because now because Buffalo Bills was one of the
1: Two teams. That was up there at 700. Yeah. Or plus 500.
0: Yeah, at the beginning of the year. And they took a a shit and giggles moment. So they got lucky
1: there. They're playing the Chargers this week. Chargers, Patriots. Mm -hmm. And if they're on the bubble Mm -hmm. and Miami's already clinched the one or two seed, Mm -hmm. the Bills will make the playoffs. Mm -hmm.
0: All right, let's go through these other games real quick. The oh, this is going to be interesting. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Steelers, both teams are playoff teams. Uh, are they six? Mm, uh, Bengals are, Bengals? but
1: Steelers are outside looking in at seven and seven.
0: Yeah, so maybe I'm wrong about that. Well, I mean, so, no, you're not wrong. I mean, they're could Cincinnati ruin the life of the Pittsburgh Steelers because they don't like each other? That sounds like perfect. So
1: Pittsburgh is a ten seed. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are the six seed. Now this is the next question: Is Mitch Towinsky getting benched, and is Mason Rudolph going to be the starter? Because Mason Rudolph came in after Mitch sucked. Mitch yeah. Towinsky is trash.
0: Yeah, I, I just, I just think you know, even with uh, head coach for Pittsburgh, his name is Mike Tomlin. Tomlin, he said he went went with uh, with Tubisky because he he's. Who was ready for the big plays, the big games, now that, and all that? That's proven him wrong. So, why won't you go with the other guy? Stop going to Miski. Go with Rudolph. Ride the wave. It's a learning lesson for the kid. Even this year or next year, I'll help you guys out. Stop drafting so many damn quarterbacks.
1: Mr. Winsky is probably the biggest failure. And I will say this over and over again. And this is why the Bears are so fucking stupid. Do you know who the Bears could have had in that draft? Christian McCaffrey. I know he's a running back, but he's a running back. It's still better than Mitch Towinsky. But I'm just going to name a few of the other quarterbacks that were better than him. Huh. I would have took Deshaun Watson over Mitch Towinsky, and that was the freaking 12th pick. Um, but the, the one that anyone that's a Bears fan that probably would make them absolutely cry The 10th pick in the draft, Patrick Mahomes. Mitch Tawinski was ahead of motherfucking Patrick Mahomes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, but who would have said? Who would have thought, right? I mean, Mahomes. He was going to play baseball if he didn't get drafted that well, right? He was going to be Detroit Tiger. So no one really knew. Just kind of like Tom Brady. No one really knows. It's just greatness happens by accident. Everyone takes certain guys, and the guys are great in the in college football. And when they get to the pros, it's just not the same way. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking Cincinnati's going to win that game. Uh, do I want to look at the over under on this? Is it worth it? Mm, I don't know. Here, let me see. The over under is two and a half points. Don't touch that game. Don't touch that game because it's not worth it because it could go either way in a heartbeat. Um, again, we just talked about Buffalo Bills and the Chargers as a gift for them. Buffalo. Remember, there
1: are the, the, the Bills play on Saturday and the Bengals play the Steelers on for, Saturday. But we forgot about the Thursday night game, which is actually the first time in a very, very long time. We have two teams that are playoff opportunity fighting for that seventh seed. The Saints, the Saints
0: versus Saints, the Rams. Rams yeah, is it, that uh, this game, game game could go either way, but yeah, they could because it's because Carr could find a way of win a game that doesn't. It's amazing. It's not. <laughs> it's not guaranteed. You do not take guarantees in the world.
1: There's no guarantees, but I mean, Derek Carr is pretty bad. He's pretty bad, but. But this will be the game that Alvin Kamara saves his ass. Yeah. But yeah. the Saints have been on a winning streak, and they have yeah. Jimmy Graham has scored a touchdown in the last three things. Three but games. Stafford is hot. Yeah, he's hot.
0: I mean, everything's looking good for the Rams, but there could this could be a game that the Saints just sneaks one out, out, out of the blue.
1: Or it could be a game that they just, like, sink ship. Okay, so the, the, the Rams have won the last four to five, right? Yeah. And the only game that they lost was against the best team in football, the Ravens. Okay.
0: Yeah. Everyone loses to the Ravens,
1: even Detroit they, did. They got spanked. Yeah. I mean, the, the Rams win this game. Yeah. All right. We're picking... It's at home, too. Yeah, it's true.
0: Oh, yeah, it's true. Maybe I'm totally wrong about that one. I guess I'm wrong. All right. The Colts and the Falcons. The, name, the the greatest 2nd string quarterback of all time. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 All I got to say is Napoleon. <laughs> Uncle Rico. Who's a do Rico? Uncle. Uncle do Rico. No, not do Rico. Uncle Rico. Uh, Uncle you Rico. Remember the movie? Oh, yeah. Napoleon. Or oh, the, yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Uncle Rico. That's Garner <laughs> Minshew. <Minchu. laughs> because okay, of the stash go. but oh, yeah. he actually knows how to play football yeah
0: great so that, there you go that's a good fun fact movie stuff go see a movie folks
1: It's good. I love Minshew he does I, yeah, love- I like him just like I like Nick Foles but still he's not been picked up
0: he's never gonna get picked up he's too old he's got kids he doesn't care
1: so anyway the Colts Falcons the Falcons are going back to Heineke They're and Riddler again uh uh-huh. I don't to tell you. He's just not ready. So this is a tough game because, okay, you have Gardner Minshew, but at the same time, the Colts have lost. Just Pittman's out. I think right. He's on concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he's out. We're, we're gonna have to wait till Friday, so I can't. I can't pick this game yet. If I don't have Pittman, I can't. I don't know. Yeah. Then you lost Zach Moss. So you don't have Jordan Taylor and Zach Moss, so you're relying on that kid from Iowa, mm-hmm. which he did a pretty good job. But did they have the suspensions too? Oh yeah, they just fucking suspended three players because they can't get along with their own fucking team. Yeah, so, more uh, some kind of misconduct. Yeah. So I would probably. Take the plus
0: whatever of the Falcons? It's only minus one and plus one. The Falcons are actually favored by one. The Falcons are? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. I just think that's – this is another game I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't even touch this game for
1: same-game parlay because that would be stupid. This is one that's not even worth taking one to 13. This is a tough one until you know if Pittman is playing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Colts need to win. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And I think remember.
1: the Falcons are a debacle because they're switching back to another quarterback. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, technically, you would think the Colts could win. With the, the smart team. bet is the Colts. Because Manjicu is a better quarterback. Not in itself. But Seattle
1: and the Titans. The Titans, what a win last night. Knocking off those Philadelphia Eagles and giving my Cowboys Seattle. the division. Seattle, you're talking about. I'm just saying, because yeah. of the... Because of Seattle, yeah, and beating them, yeah, they gave my Cowboys the division right now. I know. So thank you, Seattle. Fuck you, Seattle. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> Seattle should win this game. I don't know if mm-hmm. Will. I don't know if this Will guy's playing because he might have got hurt. Derrick Henry and Hopkins. They got another
0: problem with the quarterback for Tennessee. Geno Smith is a problem in uh, Seattle sometimes because he's. Sometimes incredibly inconsistent.
1: So don't touch this
0: game? I would touch the same game parlays, uh, rushing and all that type of stuff.
1: So Derek Henry maybe to score a touchdown, Kenneth Walker to score a touchdown?
0: Or yards. Okay. Okay, I would do the yards for Henry for sure. I would. I would. Quick note for Detroit and the Vikings same game parlay. I would at least have Laporta for yards and and Hawkinson for yards Are
1: you going to take both of them To score a touchdown?
0: Mm, no I would take maybe I mean, Because
1: Laporta did just have Three touchdowns yeah. So I don't know
0: But I would almost take His other of far wing I would take Jameson Williamson To score a touchdown He hasn't scored a touchdown In a while And all the attention Is going to go to St. Brown And all the attention Is going to go to St. Laporta So is so Addison getting the end zone again? Mm, it could happen It could be really happen and then with the Vikings, you're going to take – you should take ha- – actually, you know what? I would almost feel more comfortable taking Hawkinson to score a touchdown or at least getting his yards. I think you can both put LaPorta and Hawkinson to score – I mean to, uh, for 40 or 50 yards, same game parlay. Do I think – I would stay away from the yards for the passing yards for the Vikings quarterback. Because Dobbs is uh,
1: No, it's gonna be Mullins.
0: Yeah, Mullins is out. And and uh, and uh, yeah. So I would stay away from that. I don't even think uh, Fanduel would even give you an option for that. But uh, I know that uh, um, I know that Atlanta, that Detroit's quarterback Jared Goff. I would just take Jared Goff for two hundred yards. It could be a big game, but it could be a rough, rough game. If you are if if the parlay has golf for 250 yards or 272 yards, I would probably go under. Gibbs under. or
1: Montgomery gets in the end zone? Yeah, because the Which one? Um, could be
0: either or. I know. That's the problem with Detroit. You don't if, know
1: which running back they're going to give the ball to. <laughs>
0: all you fantasy football fans out there, I know you guys are uh, not loving Detroit so much because you got two running backs, but if you have both of those guys on your team, not both, but you only have one of those guys on your team... You you're looking pretty good.
1: Um, do we really need to talk? I don't want to even talk, talk about, about what, the Commanders Jets? Jets.
0: Yeah, we're not going to talk about that game. Uh, Packers. I mean, Packers. the Jets. The
1: Jets should win that game, but they're not going. Uh, who knows? The Panthers. Packers. I mean, I don't even want to talk about that the, game because Jer-
0: Jordan Love looks like an idiot. And uh, Bryce Young is he is he starting still? I don't even really
1: know. He should be okay. Uh,
0: Cleveland Browns then the Texans. It's a playoff game. Yep. It's Case Keenum versus Joe Flacco Two old guys Putting back things together Joe Flacco Could he make it back to the playoffs With his own legendary Again Wouldn't that be great Cleveland Browns against the Ravens Joe Flacco against his old team Dun 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 That would be crazy Wouldn't that be crazy Wouldn't that be cool It's kind of like the Matthew Stafford And the Rams Against Detroit and his old team. You know? Here's the game of the week for you, folks. I think this might be the game of the week. Or the second game of the week. Or the third game.
1: The game of the week is Monday.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But
1: And probably, maybe, possibly the Super Bowl. Nope. This is
0: why I'm going to say this. Because this is more important for the Jaguars and the Buccaneers. Both so who teams, are you taking in the
1: Browns game? Flacco or Case Keenum? Uh,
0: I'm going to go with... See, that's a good question. Do I get a over-under? Can I, I would take the over points for the Browns. I think they'll lose that game, but they'll lose by three and a half or three points. That's what I would do. I wouldn't go. I would not, I'm not going to take one or the other because I really don't know because uh, Keenan is a, a light bulb of hope for the Texans. And uh Joe Flacco is a, hist- is a <laughs> historian. <laughs> historian of a Super Bowl champion. He's got two. Yeah, <laughs> see. So I, I can't tell you the truth. I'm not like these other broadcasters out there who are like, I'm gonna tell you that a stray answer this is what I think. I don't know because I'm a sports fan. I don't know. But Jaguars and the Buccaneers. It's a tough one. I would I would almost go with the Buccaneers because Etienne Junior might be hurt. Uh, it's at home. For, yeah, yeah, to no, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. But Taney Jr. Is, is a little bruised up. I think Trevor Lawrence has got a bruised up knee because he's got that knee brace. But I think he also did something to his ankle. Uh, I don't even know if Cook is even playing. I'm not even sure about that. Christian Cook. He, he didn't play last play. week. No. So let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Injury report, uh, it looks like they don't have Christian Cook on any injury report. So he might be playing. But I would almost go with the Buccaneers. I think they're healthier. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield plays better on the road. Uh, I don't know if I would trust Trevor Lawrence to be running around. Uh, And Baker
1: Mayfield, and they want to keep winning because they want to win a division. Yeah.
0: So they have, and I just think the Jaguars, if they want to protect their their stock, you would just limit Trevor Lawrence from running out of the pocket and then throwing the ball away and three and done. I think that'd be the smart thing for them to do. With the Buccaneers, it's just like, you know, Baker Merrifield's last leg, he's probably got maybe three more years left in that NFL as a starter at the most. So you go and just go for it now and maybe get lucky and win a couple of games in the playoffs and maybe do something that's um um phenomenal for the buccaneers that's what I would do with that game i wouldn't i would just i would protect your stock and that's trevor Lawrence he's too young he's too fragile um stay away from that game for trevor and the jaguars. Uh, the Bears and the Cardinals doesn't really matter. I mean, but, I would say the Bears win. The Bears wins. I would take Justin Fields for the yards, maybe the passing, or maybe the rushing yards. Uh, maybe more DJ Moore for a touchdown. We I already talked about
1: the Cowboys Dolphins game. I don't know if I would touch it. No, maybe for pe- certain people to get in. I mean, if Tyreek plays, maybe Tyreek touchdown. CD Lamb touchdown because he always scores.
0: Yeah, I mean. If you look at this game over, I mean, the plus-minus, you have a plus-minus Dolphins. Dallas is a plus point-and-a-half. You know what I would do? I would bump this. If you go into the same game parlay, you do plus three-and-a-half for the Dallas Cowboys. Then you get your then you get your yards for, for C.J. Lamb. And then you get your yards for... For uh,
1: for uh, Tyreek if he plays, what's that? Tyreek, yeah. If Tyreek doesn't play, you go with Waddles yards, yeah. You do that, and then for the touchdowns, for for the game itself, uh, do you the f- running back? I like the running back, not Pollard. The fucking other one, say yeah, yeah, he scores almost every fucking game. Yeah, he's just got more muscle push
0: to the end zone. That's the only reason why. I think you no, know, I just think um uh, Powell is just too small.
1: That's about it. So the nightcap on Christmas Eve, um Broncos regroup, it's in Denver. They win because they're playing the Patriots and they're eight and seven. They're still in the still in the playoff line. There you and go. And then for the first time ever, we have NFL football games on Christmas. Three actually. Three. Because we're always talking about the NBA usually. Yeah. And there's six NBA games. Um, but there's three NFL games. The Chiefs-Raiders. Yeah. The Chiefs should win that. Eagles-Giants. Huh. The Eagles should win that. And, then, my and angel- then the one that we've all been waiting for and could be a rematch of the Super Bowl, the, the Ravens-49ers. You know what?
0: If, this is going to be... A, I would... I, I don't know what I would do with this game. I think I would take uh, uh, plus 200 yards, both quarterbacks. No, I would take 50 yards with 50 yards with uh, rushing for, um, for for Lamar Jackson. Lamar, because he had 98 last yeah. time. But this is why I would stay maybe 200 yards around or under 200 yards for Lamar Jackson, because I think it's going to be a defensive game. I think Prudy you can go two hundred and fifteen yards for passing. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch him about rushing. But if you have to go with the receivers. Uh Debo what's his name? What's his name? Samuel. Samuel. Debo Samuel. I think he's gonna get his yards. Okay. So I think it's gonna be a defensive game. I don't know if I would do touchdowns because I don't know who would score a touchdown, because I think it's going to be – it should be a defensive game. So it's either going to be a very defensive game, like 17 to 20, but there will be a lot of
1: fluke plays. I I could see Lamar or Gus Edwards getting in the end zone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, McCaffrey's probably a lot, but it's so far. I mean, if you're going to do it – maybe does Kettle get in this time? I think you have
0: to give him the ball because – Everyone's going to be about McCar- McCaffrey.
1: And Debo. And Debo. So, Kittle could get score. Yeah. So, it'd be worth yeah, the possibility. It'd be possibility. worth it. So, as a Lions and Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. we're both rooting for the Ravens. Yeah, we have to.
0: We have to because we want to win. We that, want that would put us at the
1: – both of us have the opportunity at the number one seed. Yeah, I know. So, we
0: kind of want – Ravens went. They already beat us once.
1: Yeah, but we want San Francisco to lose because then. Yeah, I know. Okay, even if my Cowboys lose this week against Miami, you, as a Lions fan, want to be 11 and 4 just like them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: But I mean, if Dallas pulls off the miracle and beats Miami, we'd have a three way tie at 11 and 4. Yeah. But Detroit still has to be
0: Minnesota, which is not. Guaranteed. It's an in rival game. Um, I'm kind of happy that Kirk Cousins and Dobbs are not playing. So that's the only good thing about Detroit. If Detroit can get in the backfield and ruin that guy's life, that'd be good. That'd be great. That'd be a great game for Detroit. Detroit's looking good. If Aaron, like what I said before, if Aaron Glenn uh, makes the correct play calls for that game, it's going to be looking good. If he, uh, if he's looking, uh, I mean, if he's looking too far in the future and, and it's getting confused by the game, he's, he's trying to do uh, uh, uh film study. You're going to lose that game, but stay focused, especially, I think, I think this game, the Detroit Lions game game Minnesota, so is going to be a win and loss between not between the players, but between the coaches. I think I really do. I think this is a game that this is going to be a a good game for both these coaches, defense and offense coaches, to stay within their, of what they have to look at of of each opponent. I think Detroit has enough talent. They got enough smarts. The defensive backs, the safeties are playing real well. Uh, Hutchinson, I think you uh, sometimes overcommit with the rushing. Of the quarterback and the quarterback runs right by you. It's pretty, uh, pretty obvious against, run, uh, running quarter, a uh, r- uh, rushing quarterbacks. But I I don't know if you, I just Madison for 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 the Vikings. No, they're using that rookie more. I think who. Cool. But it does do, If that's that rookie or Madison, I don't think it matters. I think what it matters is if you can stop the running game, you're gonna make a uh uh. You should win by 10 points. You really should. This game is really given to you because they don't have a quarterback. They really don't. They're
1: using that Ty Chandler, dude. I don't think Madison's even healthy. They're using Ty. I mean, Ty Chandler was the one that had a shitload of yards this week. Okay. My bad. My bad. See, this is what happens when I watch like 300
0: different sports, like the Red Wings, (laughs) the Pistons, the Lions. It goes on and on. I just got to stay focused, right? So thank you for correcting me, Sean. Would have been horrible on a podcast and not be corrected. People are like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> but, folks, this is just over an hour. But, da da da! Oh, we got news.
1: Breaking news. We have to go back to the NBA for a second here. What's that? The big fat guy that got cut multiple times that used to play for the Sacramento Kings and was on the Golden State Warriors. Is DeMarcus Cousins What? Demarcus Cousins. Is he playing again? He is going to go play in Taiwan. <laughs> so nobody fucking cares.
0: Well, I think I think that indicates one thing. Someone's poor. And if you're poor and you're willing to play for one point two million dollars in Taiwan that's probably good that's probably why they're doing it.
1: But remember when Do- Dwayne Howard went over there too. But why? because he was poor. He might have been he might have pissed away at all his money too. Yeah. That's but that. in two other news is uh, Andrew McCutcheon retires today as a pirate. That's Shout cool. out to the, anybody that cares about North Carolina and the family for Eric Mar-Torons, He kinda died of cancer at age fifty two. Yeah, that's quite and good. last but not least, just because we're on football and this was a huge debate today. Mr. Tommy DeVito and the Giants. Supposedly today he was supposed to be at a pizzeria place. Pizzeria. Yeah, because that's why he does that Italiano, Italiano, like the mafia. So every time he was scoring a touchdown, and and that's why the team that he played this week, the Saints, was mocking him. But point is, um, he was supposed to be there, but then for some reason, the you know the. The jackass, um, not him personally, the um, his agent, they were gonna pay him ten thousand dollars to show up for two two hours, right? His name wasn't even there. This guy has been in the news about as much as Taylor Swift. He's a hot commodity right now. But Sean's then, favorite artist, Taylor no, Swift. But then anyway, the point being is Tommy DeVito about an hour like mid afternoon said he wasn't gonna honor the contract unless they pay him twenty K. Well, a few hours ago, after the three after the 12, 12, 1 o'clock. Tommy DeVito did go, and he didn't charge him 20K. So it was good that he honored the first original contract. So lots of respect to the Giants' Tommy DeVito, the former Illinois fighting. line. Tommy DeVito. You know what would have happened to him? here? would have been, bada-boom,
0: bada-bang, get out of here. Mm-hmm. We they got it whacked. Get out of here. Yeah, what would have happened? They would have blamed the Giants for everything, losing? The Italian mob would have just cleaned out house? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I'm not Italian. But, all right, folks. That's my breaking news of the day.
1: <laughs> I know. <it's> pizza. <laughs>
0: going to a pizzeria and getting paid 10000 bucks.
1: Well, people wanted to meet Tommy DeVito,
0: a starting NFL because quarterback. Well, he's an Italian. Yeah. Some people think it's This is Italian. a
1: very prestigious pizza place where Eli Manning used to go and the good old Plaxico Burst that shot himself in the foot and Saquon Barkley eats there and they wanted an Italiano. No, but he's an Italian and uh, – they
0: gave him a lot of t- in the news. Was, like he was giving a lot of crap for being an it, Italian because people were making fun of him. But in reality, it was a some guy who is Italian said, "You know what? There's always someone out there that wishes they were Italian, like me. Don't worry about it. Go get in the game against the Vikings, Detroit. You got this. Get out of here. Thank you,
1: Paulie Shaw." Always great to be here. Hey, hey, hey. Remember, remember. Woo! Woo! Ric Flair. Ooh,
0: yeah. your Man, Randy Savage now.
1: Thanks for having me, buddy. I hope everybody has a great week.
0: You too. Thanks,
1: bud. Thank you. Spotify, thank
0: you. Apple Podcasts, thank you. Uh, Podfriend, thank you. All these other uh, podcast platformers out there. Uh, peace, love We'll hopefully be back on here Sunday or well, We'll not one. be on here on Christmas Eve No, we won't
1: be here at So we might yeah. be trying to get Probably a week, folks yeah. So
0: we'll probably be a week So but Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Happy Holiday And Happy New Year